Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor, presented by Barstool News Network. Florida Man Friday, January 31st, 2020. Happy birthday to PFT Commenter. And I don't know about you guys, but I am fucking tired. What a yeah. week it's been. Not me. Nope. Working on a lot of content for your enjoyment so you better appreciate it. You might not have seen us on the blog a lot this week, but that's because we've been editing our own Iowa videos. I did one today. I did one I did one Thursday uh, that, that, that mentioned what we've been doing. We had a trip to Iowa. We've had three presidential candidate interviews this week. Um, and we are also trying to do all of the... Uh, condensing all of that into a video for everybody. It's a lot. We right. set up a new studio. We, we get help from uh, HQ editors and stuff. Shout out Jack. Shout out Max. But like this one, we wanted to do mostly on our own, and we have the skills to do it, so we've been doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're all fucking tired. But it is shout Florida out Man Danny. Friday. Shout out Florida. Danny. Yeah. Shout out all. All. Shout of out Danny. Them. Shout out Jay. Shout out Cam. Shout out, shout out everyone. Shout out Andrew. Shout him. Rebecca. All right okay. now, but it's Florida Man Friday. The order is. Mark, Wes, myself, and then Pat. So, Mark, get us going. All right, guys, stop me if you've heard me say this before, and I probably have, but this time I mean it again. Uh, the best mugshot of all time was released, and it's a Florida man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, bu- I buy it. Yeah, it's it, you should. Uh, forget adding him to our Florida man mug T-shirt shirt. His face should be its own T-shirt impo- like entirely. We there just need no to get this chance. guy's face. What's no that? chance he's better than the long neck guy. Oh, he is. Mm. Um, I wish everyone <laughs> listening right now could see the mugshot. I'm looking at it, and if you're not driving, do yourself a favor and Google Ricky Dealy mugshot right now. That's R I C K Y space D E E L E Y. Check out Ricky Dealy. Oh my God! It, it looks it yeah. looks like a mugshot from an outer space prison. He, he looks like if the, he looks like uh, if the hills had meth. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then but then grew up. Yeah. And then yeah, got, no. a, got a got a fuckboy haircut. It's the combo of the, both those movies you guys read. It's Guardians of the Galaxy meet The Hills Have Eyes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then that's Do you that's th- do you think this guy's ugly kind of works for him in reverse where like he's so ugly that he be- uh, becomes hot again? I th- no, no, no. Not, not like a troll doll. No. I mean this guy fucks. <laughs> you tell him this guy he, he Yeah, got- but but it's like uh he fucks like skanky chicks and cuz that are intimidated by him and want drugs from him, but not Still fucking. Yeah, exactly. Uh Dealey's mugshot instantly became viral. Um, after the Marion County Sheriff's Office released it on the on the internet, because there was really no other option but to share the photo with everyone you knew when you saw it. Like yeah. you have to. Like I, I was like, well, I'm doing this story, and I need everyone to look at this picture. That's what I said today. Uh, according to the police Facebook post, a deputy conducted a traffic stop uh, based off an entire expired tag on the car he was driving. Oh my god! And uh, I'm sure when he saw who was driving, immediately called for backup. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see the other cats that were in the car with him? Yes, but they don't. I mean, they're like. 
They're like 12 years younger than him. They're on their way to look like him, but he's hardened. Well, yeah, the the one guy is like a junior of him, but just yes. doesn't have the physical, natural God-given physical attributes of this being this freaking. Well, his, his ears are starting to form that way because the meth, but he's mm. he's still 11 years of meth abuse but away. There's a lady in the car. Yes. Who fucks her between these two guys? Both of them. Yeah, the alpha yeah. daddy, Ricky D. Lee. I guarantee well, that. He, he goes first. Well, yeah, um, that's just, yeah, that's just an order thing, like Mark said. Yeah. Ricky D. Lee goes first. After finding D. Lee had a suspended driver's license and and that the, the younger passenger, the female, had a warrant out for her arrest. The car was searched. Any idea what they found in the car? Mm. Meth. At an alligator? 23 grams of meth. That's a a handgun, cocaine, <laughs> marijuana, and 20 methylene pills and a digital scale. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say zero mirrors. Yeah. I think, <laughs> think he probably reviewed the rear, removed the rear yeah. view mirror and anything that showed his reflection from the car. Yeah. <laughs> it found 85 different types of methamphetamines in the car. Yes. So. Yes, this yeah. this guy seriously looks like the exact opposite of the hot mugshot guy. You remember him? Mm-hmm. He got yeah. hired to do high fashion modeling yeah. and was like <laughs> featured in like uh, all like Vogue and went sent to Italy to do like uh, runway shots based <laughs> off his mugshot. Yeah, this guy Dealey also is going to get famous off his mugshot and get a lot of work, but he's going to uh, get so many offers to do like horror films in Serbia. That's going to be dude. That's what he looks carnival. Like. Yeah. Car- yes. yeah, he looks like. Did you guys watch American Horror Story season yes. one? Yeah. I watched every season. He looks like that. That like the girl. Yeah, that weird little. Yeah, yeah. Creep. <laughs> she was a she was a she's a human how she big is like this that. guy how tall could you get height and weight on him uh unless he's two feet tall he's scary as fuck yeah <laughs> his features will yeah. would lead you to believe he's in the sixes yeah <laughs> he could be anywhere between four and eight feet based off the mugshot <laughs> <laughs> that's that he's one like another species um all right guys file this one under the uh unnecessary extra steps to commit a simple crime category as a Florida man had a very creative way to steal some cash from the register of a McDonald's in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, uh, with the unnecessary help from an accomplice that he absolutely didn't need at all. And it's amazing he convicted <laughs> him to do this or convinced him to do this. So what this clever cash burglar did was dress up as a McDonald's employee. He then walked behind the register like he belonged there. All right. And when his friend walked up to place an order, he opened the cash drawer, grabbed the money, and then the two men booked it out separate doors to confuse the other employees who already didn't give a fuck. Um, yeah, I they mean, were like, what? okay, what? Yeah. This well, is a higher intellect crime for Florida. Well, I'm really I'm kind of amazed. Well, we were talking about this before. Why did he have to have someone else come up to the drawer if he was just going to run right. out Why does with the money anyway? So there's a lot. This is this is a tough one to dissect. But here I've got, a few, I've got a few thoughts on it. You wear the McDonald's outfit and you walk in and at worst, the, the people are gonna be like, oh, is it your first day? Mm-hmm. Right. And usually on your first day, you're not gonna be running register. So he wouldn't have gotten away with being in front of the register for very long. So he <laughs> needed a customer to come up to him immediately. And he, he probably, you know, not all the not all the McDonald's are busy enough to yeah. went inside to, man. Yeah, so he couldn't just wait the register for five minutes for someone to come up to him. It was so he looked natural, but Will, yeah. good call. He probably had an inside man because how did he get the uniform unless he yeah. worked at another McDonald's? Well, he knew how to open the drawer, so I'm sure he's done retail Maybe work. he's a previous McDonald's employee. I would, I would start there, Pat. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, I, I don't know why if he... he his whole goal was obviously to get behind the register and not look suspicious. But once he got back there, he didn't need to wait for some guy to. <laughs> he like starts making so no, order. Well, no, yeah. again, because because <laughs> if someone if someone's popping the register and no customers there, that looks suspicious. That's a five second difference. He he walks in, pops right. the pops the register, I grabs the cash. I understand why he asked for an accomplice. Yeah. I just don't understand why the accomplice <laughs> agreed to do it. How yeah. much money is in a McDonald's register anyway? Like, like three hundred and twenty seven dollars. Yeah. Like that's a lot of money in Florida. 
uh, yeah. In Florida, will they always they don't have credit and cre- they always use cash. No, it's all paper. So it's all, it's so all it's cash. Like 10, ten grand and a, yeah. and a yeah, McDonald's. Grand in Florida. It's a huge and McDonald's are very popular. It's probably ten grand. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is the second time this method has been used as back on Christmas Day of last year, which is smart in my opinion because first, nobody working at McDonald's on Christmas Day gives a flying fuck what happens at work that day. Um, and second, he could have easily been like, I'm here covering from another store because of the holiday, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I guess he thought it worked so well the first time uh, that he would do it the exact same thing uh, again. Okay. Um, if it ain't broke, don't uh, don't fix it. Did he it, have an know? accomplice the first time? Um, I think he did. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I, the I, same accomplice. So, yeah, no. so he got, uh, ahead, got away yeah. with this boneheaded scheme once. Right. Yeah. And then exactly. was like, all so right, this is the shit. It's perfect. Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, Osceola uh, County police are still looking for this guy. And something tells me the accomplice is going to get caught doing something very, very dumb in a separate incident and then rat out the mastermind from this crime. Um, and that's how well, it's he's all gullible. Go. If you guys want to commit a crime and need another warm body, the guy that does the McDonald's uh, apprenticeship yeah. is, is, is willing. You guys, talking let, to anything. let's be honest. The accomplice is, is dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You tie up that loose end right after you rob the McDonald's. You're probably right, Pat. So yeah, uh, over, anyway, they're still looking some for McDonald's him. cash. Yeah, it's not a lot of cash. It's like Mad Max down there. Yeah. All right, let's take it over to uh, the Manatee County soft corner. Sitting in the corner of the macho man Randy Savage is quite an honor. Right. Unfortunately, we got another Florida man taking a trip back to the soft corner today. It is Robert Leroy Edwards, 38, of Bradenton, Florida. He was arrested after allegedly hanging a neighbor's dog from a tree by an electrical cord and then going into the home of uh, the neighbor where he slain their canine in the front yard and punched the uh, child resident of that home in the face uh, because the boy refused to help him hide the body of the dog that he just killed in the front yard. Um, Why why would the boy hide the what? Well, I'm torn on this one, Mark, because you you should uh, you should agree to help and and, uh, adhere to the command of an elder Mm. if you're at that age. That's what Robert Leroy thinks. You know what I'm saying? So although it is your dead dog, if an adult asks you for help, I think if if they murder your dog without good reason, then no, no on the elder. That's that's Mm. what makes it a little bit confusing. Yeah, that's a clause in that. Well, uh, Mark, uh, this other guy in the house, uh, he he didn't have time to to consider whether it was good reason or not. Another, uh, a, not a minor, a, a, um, an adult resident from the house emerged after seeing the dead dog hanging from the tree in the front yard and the boy being punched by a 38 year old man. Hopefully so he tried him. to approach Edwards, uh, but he, too, was then punched in the face for having the gall to question why the man would kill their dog in the front yard. Well, so, now that guy k- kind of deserved it because you don't question <laughs> someone that killed your dog and punched your kid. You you attack them. Yeah, yeah you don't right. question their mm-hmm. motives. Yeah, you d- definitely should have gone for the un for the provoked attack there. Not you the, you attempt yeah. to murder them. I the, would assume this is why you own a firearm. So you right. you use your firearm. So you could this shoot is... Edwards. Yeah, Edwards is the prime example of a guy you definitely should shoot if he comes into. This your is house. like literally yes. a, this is a scenario they go over in handgun training. Right. Like, this like, is oh, like yeah, Edwards is the guy. I might be able to talk to him reasonably. <laughs> He's running into your home, punching your kid in the face. Yeah, no. uh, turns out the dog uh, had been barking before uh, Edwards rage killed him and then attacked the entire family. Uh, thankfully, the police are holding Edwards in the soft corner without bond. So he yeah, is Jesus uh, gonna, Christ going to be in jail. 
All right, guys, Florida woman Heather Chisholm was met with a perplexing situation when she went to change the diaper of her one-year-old son after picking him up from daycare. When she undressed little Milo, she was confused when she noticed that a message had been scrawled across his torso in black marker. And the message read, Mom, no, yeah, close. I pooped. Mom, I'm out of diapers. Please read my report. Oh, wow. And marker on the kid's torso. So at first, Chisholm was impressed and appreciated that Milo had taken the time to write a reminder for his mother. But after some thought, she Mm. realized that Milo couldn't have written the message because he's illiterate due to him being roughly 12 months old. Mm -hmm. And that's when it all clicked. This was a message from someone at Milo's daycare sending it home to mom. Jesus. Yeah. How dare they tell me how to buy food for my children or diapers? Diapers. Well, it's an effective method of communication, but normally when Chisholm picks up Milo from the Children's Education Center of the Islands, she would find a daily report in his lunchbox letting her know how he performed that day. This one was covered in his shit. Yeah, and if he needed more diapers. <laughs> and apparently Chisholm, I guess, had missed reading a recent diaper report. Oh, right. Sure, she missed it. Right. She missed the 85 <laughs> diaper reports that she fucking exactly. ignored. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. does she pick him up from like a, uh, like a drop box? Can't you just walk up to her and be like, hey, your kid's out of diapers? Like... <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, like, they don't make sense. You pull your kid out of the fucking you mailbox. Have several warnings. I'm sure there's a ton of extra diapers lying around. That's true. But the, you don't want to know how I know Chisholm's lying is what fucking one-year-old has a lunchbox? They can barely support the weight of their own heads. But uh, Chisholm told reporters that it was, wasn't the fact that the boy's teacher uh, had used him as a post-it note that bothered her. It was the location of the writing saying, quote, I was mainly upset because it was written so far down on his torso that his diaper <laughs> comes above it. So that's upsetting to me that he was naked when he was written on. <laughs> you, know what, you, know, you know what's upsetting to the school is that they've had to give like 85 free diapers to this kid. Exactly. That's the thing. Well, that's why the diaper report exists at the end of the day. And this woman just not paying attention to it. Uh, she went on to say, I wasn't given a phone call, an email or a text message. I wasn't verbally told he needed diapers. It's not like they've been hounding me for weeks. <laughs> so it seems a little drastic, right? Your kid poops three times a day, lady. Yeah. I know. Well, guys, you need, you need three diapers per day <laughs> and maybe have an extra supply. Yeah. Guess what, y'all? This isn't the first time her baby was used as male. Uh, Chisholm said it also happened back in November where he came home with a message scrawled across his chest about the diapers. Ah, no way. Uh, mm -hmm. She said, I thought it was an isolated incident and I could be quiet. Nothing would happen. But then it happened again. And still not give diapers. Exactly. She's a fucking lazy mother who's not hooking up the diapers. You should see this woman. She goes to she'd rather tell the newspaper about her baby being written on than just buy fucking diapers. Yep. This was an angry mom Facebook post. Will this is how this went viral. She's going to get free diapers donated for this. You can't write on the kid. That's g- no, of you can't not. do that. She'll, she'll be rewarded for this behavior. That's what I'm predicting. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm not happy about it. My good. That's what I'm predicting. Well, Either America she's a terrible mom or this is the worst daycare in the world or maybe it's just Florida. I don't it's know. Just com- a breakdown in communication. Yeah. Wes, did, you, did you tell a story earlier? Yeah. OK. I'm just making sure. Why? Because it's, it's me again. Oh, oh yeah, Wes messed up the right. order. Let's no, t- I didn't. I, I pasted it right in. I'm next just to making my name. sure. I just forgot. It's been, okay. it's good. been about seven minutes since you talked. Now we're good. Let's, we're right on track. All right, cool. Well, then let's take a trip on over to Naples. Love that. Florida. Not not Naples. Oh, either. shit. I'm sorry. Neighbors of the Il Regalo community are not happy as someone in their affluent neighborhood turned the entire exterior of a $500,000 home into an acid trip painting that would make Jackson Pollock blush. Mm. Yeah. You following me? Forty-year-old yeah. so. I mean, Jeff, yeah, you but in it. Naples though, wouldn't you want like a a nice like vibrant vibe like that? Like on a, uh, I agree. Like down in Miami, they have like like uh, like pastel painted houses. 
Yeah. Yeah, not this not this much. Not this much. This is too much. I haven't much. seen the picture, so I don't you know. You haven't seen the picture. I'll, well, I'll show you later. 40-year-old, put it in the block. 40-year-old Jeffrey Liebman painted wildly uh, the entire outside of his home over the course of just a few days. But boy, did he do a lot of damage, uh, potentially up to 100 grand in damages just on the exterior of the home. Uh, paint was splattered all over the house, the roof, the trees, the lawn, and the mailbox. It looks like, like the cat and the hat did a bunch of meth with thing one and thing two and then had access to like a hundred buckets of several different neon colored paints because mm. the thing is very bright. Uh, it's it's actually impressive. Oh like, shit! I'm looking at, the, the, I'm looking at, at this. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? No way a sober guy painted that house. No, uh, Alan Clowans, a notorious warrior and complainer who was just checking on a friend's house in the neighborhood, doesn't even live in the fucking neighborhood. Said, "I can't believe it. I absolutely can't believe someone would do something like this. He obviously has a drug issue <laughs> or something going on. Uh, I've just never seen anything like this in my life." <laughs> Clowans was right though, as neighborhood management said. Liebman is no longer living in the home. He is facing previous drug charges, including smuggling contraband into the detention facility. So he had drugs in his ass when he got arrested for drugs. Um, (laughs) And now the Homeowners Association is also suing Liebman, this guy who uh, no one can find him. He's he's supposed to go to court in a couple weeks, but we'll see. Uh, Well, with 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 habits like that, I mean, he's going to be good at disappearing. It was oh, his house, sure. though, right? He owned the house. He he did own the house, but he just after he painted it, he like was up three days in a row destroying this expensive house on meth. And once he finished his masterpiece and snapped out of it, he just left town. <laughs> he's like, he's got this. the means to do it. He has that nice house. Well, he also he, must he have destroyed. a truck. Yeah, he also must have a truck. Well, because I'm talking about like maybe maybe 80 gallons of paint <laughs> well he also painted his car in the process though there's like a nissan leaf it's in the front like, yard like hundreds of pounds. buckets of neon paint yeah hundreds and hundreds of pounds of paint yeah <laughs> what do you need all this for sir just put it in the truck <laughs> all right um it is predicted time how's your desk work? as it's it's i'm i feel very comfortable right now it's fine wes has no desk and no monitor i'm glad i don't have a monitor a little upset about the desk. Um, so so, yeah, right, guys, I, there, so as, what, what's the feeling about monitor versus computer? I'm loving it because I can lo- I can actually make eye contact with the people when I'm when I'm giving notes. So they're, my story. They're, they're, the the Austin Studio guys are are going for what do they want to read off monitors or off of computers? This mm-hmm. is a big well, yeah. Let's give a, right let's give a background. So we got this new studio. We got these beautiful new rugs. We're gonna add a bunch to it. It's it's looking good. I do have a rug, but we're trying. Nice. We got these different camera angles. We're trying to like not they got read. you a rug, Wes. Yeah. That's the only yeah. thing they got. I do have a rug. We don't want to look like we're <laughs> we're looking at a laptop. We want to make eye contact with our audience. We want to make eye contact with the audience. So we got these monitors set up like teleprompters. The only problem is it's exposing the fact that I don't have great eyesight. Oh, yeah. and then Wes, he just so likes to look squinting. down. So <laughs> I'm just used to it. I'm a creature of habit, guys. Um, <laughs> Change for the better. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. So let me start over now that we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, it's predicted time. <laughs> As one genius said on Twitter today named Joshy, he said, honestly, if you aren't listening to Hard Factor by now and gambling on the news with them, you're just wasting your time. Thanks, Joshy. The check is in the mail. And of course, if you can hear me right now, you already know uh, that you should be listening to the show. But you have you started gambling with us yet? And if the answer is no, go to predictic.org slash promo slash Hard Factor 20 right now. We will give you 20 free bucks when you deposit at least $20 uh, in your account. And Joshy is right. 
It is just the fucking best. And these next couple months are like the March madness of political gambling. You got yeah. the caucuses, the primaries right around the corner. Each one is a new chance to make tons of money. Each one also has some sub markets like the margin of victory, you know, uh, all that kind of shit. So just lots of bets out there. You're not kidding. So what the fuck are you waiting and, for? And really, March is like the March madness. So yes. what's going to happen in March is you're going to fucking double up on March Madness, and yep. that is going to be the craziest gambling month you've ever had in your Super, life. Yeah. Super Tuesday is March 3rd. That's 16 states with about 80 markets. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's huge. So uh, remember, predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20. Let's go once again to the Iowa caucus, and you have to ask yourself, which poll do you believe? It's that close in Iowa right now. It's down to Bernie and Biden. Every day a new poll comes out to suggest the other is in the lead. Right now, Bernie is the favorite on predicted at around 60 cents. They're hovering around 59, 61 cents for Bernie. Biden hovering around 29, 30 cents, depending on the minute. But if you look at the polls, it's anyone's game. Uh, Monmouth has Biden up by two. Iowa State University has... Monmouth is a shitty school. <laughs> Fuck with Pat. Stop it. Stop it. Don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. Iowa State <laughs> has uh, Biden. Um, Iowa State has uh, Sanders up by five. Emerson oh, wow. has Sanders up by nine. USA Today, Biden up by six. New York Times, Sanders up seven. The average is Bernie up 3.6, but I think there's a four-point so, margin of error. So, Wes, yeah. when we were up there, we talked to people about this. Yeah. So we, we just talked to them, and we what we heard was that it's so split throughout the state that depending on where you poll, you will get different answers, and yep. you can even have the not neither of them two in the lead in different communities. So right. it's going to be interesting to see. It's, it's, it's Iowa is going yeah, to be welcome a to shit the fucking show. show. It's a fucking toss up. It's a fucking toss up. I'm just, I'm, it's insane that Warren has slipped to fourth. It's yeah. crazy. She's she's well. Gone, she was in. So. She was yeah. Was, well, it, it's also only reflective of Iowan voters theoretically, right? Like no, no, she, no, no. Pat Warren slipped. You're right. Warren, it was amazing. She was in control in the summer, and then she just totally blew it. So She's a that big was, goof. It's, that it's, was... looking, it's looking like Sanders and Biden toss-up, and then yep. Mayor Pete, and then Bloomberg, mm-hmm. and then Warren, and then our guy Steyer. That, right. He Pretty was much, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So our we billionaire two out of the, uh, My first yeah. billionaire. <laughs> yeah, We interviewed yeah. two out of the top five candidates for sure yeah. this, uh, this week. Hey, by the way, a lot of people have been asking when our Mayor Pete's coming out. Uh, we shot a Mayor Pete interview, Wes and Will did, as part of our Iowa video. That'll probably be coming out Monday. Monday morning. But we'll release it was really the, short. We'll yeah. release the, the duration of the Mayor Pete video, uh, the interview. But, yeah, it's really short. It was really yeah. short, yeah. like Mayor the, Pete. The Kobe question that we already put out on social was like, a, we only asked four questions. So right. it, Pete was literally short. running from them as the interview was happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, and in fact, you'll see in the video. But there was, it was, it was quite a task even to get that interview. His so campaign manager did the uh, "We got to go" before, before the interview yeah. started. Yeah, right. but yeah. Wes hit him with some hard hitting questions, undoubtedly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wes, Wes was grilling everybody in Iowa. He you was. should have he seen did. the guy. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man on fire. All right, so let's go back to predicted. Um, let's back to the caucus market. It's exciting. So, do you gamble on Biden like I did? Um, either way, I'm getting a desk because Mark took Bernie. So either I buy myself a desk or Mark buys me one and he brings it up so much that I I eventually stop using it to piss him off. Um, It's going to be exciting. Also, one more market. Take a look at that witnesses. Yes or no market. It went from 15 cents to 37 cents. Right now, it's 18 cents. Yes. Yeah. 
for yes. So it's all over the place. Um, and it looks like uh, the, the, the Dems are getting desperate. They're crawling to Justice Roberts to help them out and rule on the issue He's in case there's a 50 50 tie, um, which it doesn't nope. sound like th- it's, there's going to be the, the Republicans claim they have enough votes to just crush it. Well, no, no, no. We Last we heard it, it will be a 50 50 tie. There's three Republicans well, that are going to vote. Now yes, that would be a 50-50 tie. They're claiming that they have enough votes in a new article that I just read. I think it's going to end a 50-50 tie. Right. So, you know, if Robert steps out of his mostly ceremonial role, which way is he going to well, go? Well, which is a no. It's a no. Yeah, he's 50, nominated 50, by Republican. 50-50 tie is a no. Right. So, yeah. um, but, you know, it's it's there's still a lot of meat on that boat. So, um, and hey, here's here's another no. bonus. If, if, if you sign up, predicted.org slash promo slash hardfactor20, and you have any questions as to how it works, just DM us or um, go and search the predicted blog that we wrote. It's super easy to understand. Um, and, and you know, once you get going, it's just, it's a very easy learning curve and it, oh, it's fucking sure. fun. So I've got another you know, uh, primary. I've got my bet 2020 series. I'm doing another. It's all about predicted betting on the primary elections. And I've got another one coming out this weekend. So uh, I'll have more instructions in there. I will start listing the prices more like Vegas odds uh, based on feedback of everybody going. What the fuck are these odds? That's right. like 85 percent of the comments. So uh, yeah. I will start listing them like Vegas odds next time. Yeah. All right. All That's right. That. Next up. I've got more crime stories. Uh, this oh, you one, think? Yeah, Florida uh, Friday, pretty much always a crime story. All right. Uh, this one's about the rabbit suit guy. You guys remember uh, the dude who got caught on video in Orlando beating the shit out of a guy outside of a bar in a bunny suit. The Easter uh, bunny. Will I do yes. remember that. No, he wasn't an Easter bunny. He was. Yeah, he was. Was yeah, he? he was. Yeah. He was dressed as Easter bunny. Yeah, he, he was. Yes. He beat like he beat the crap out of like uh, some uh, guy who was being rude to a woman. Like around Easter in Orlando last. So, year, oh, so it wasn't because the guy was coming at him. He was he was just vigilanteing. He Vigilante was protecting the people. In the bunny suit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Questionable vigilante. You don't right. really know. I mean, <laughs> he, according to him, vigilante. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, well, he's hoping that you do remember that, which uh, most of you don't apparently. And he was also hoping the cops did too. So Antoine McDonald, he's twenty-one. He accidentally drove his motorcycle through a stop sign. And into a carport on January 16th, uh, and then he allegedly limped away from the scene of the crime. But when the police arrived at McDonald's home, they found him attempting to flee the home in a, in a car. But before he <laughs> hopped into the car to flee the scene, he made sure to put on his bunny suit, uh, you know, to make sure the cops saw him in the suit. So when the officers came up to his car, they said, what's going on? Uh, you know, the guy said, hey. I'm the Orlando Easter Bunny. Google right. me. <laughs> I said it was it was a you know who I am scenario. Exactly. Don't you know who I am? I he knew tried someone to big like this. time them with his with his Easter Bunny costume. with his furry outfit. I, I met yeah. someone one time. I was introduced to this person uh, in like a in a professional sense in the music business. We're like, this is Panda, and it was a person dressed as a panda. <laughs> right. And I was like. And everyone was like, cool with it. I was like, wait, but Pat, but Pat, like this to the cops, this, his logic, Understood. Was, his logic was like, it was when like I, them w- saying that to the cops. Yeah. Like and, when, and when, when, when a, a movie crime. star, when like Mel Gibson or Charles Barkley's like, don't you know who I am? Yeah. Right. He, he put on his, he put oh, on his Easter okay. bunny suit. He thought his celebrity right, right. would get he, him out. He thought his celebrity would get him out by dressing as a fucking bunny. Yeah. It's like Charles Correct. Manson esca- yeah. escaping and being like, don't you know who I am? Yeah. Well, you got a yeah. swastika on your head, so yeah. So he tried, yeah. Yeah, he tried to big time them with his uh, viral video from last. You're gonna year. let me off now, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, it turns out the cops don't care if you beat the shit out of strangers in your furry suit, uh, and also they really don't care about that if you've got warrants for burglary in New Jersey 
in 2018. Uh, and you just destroyed some poor guy's carport out of the blue. So Antoine is now in Seminole County Jail where he is awaiting trial, I, I would assume. So he had to show up to the jail in the bunny suit? Oh, I'm sure he got booked. In, well, no, the cop. Yeah. Actually, the, that's funny. The story said the cops asked him to take the bunny suit off before they arrested him because it, they were like, this is ridiculous. And then he said he refused to and said, no, Google me. I'm the I'm the Orlando bunny. He was like, I can't. It's not a suit. He's a man of right. principle. Is, I'm a vigilante. You don't yeah. get it. It's hard to hit a carport, guys. Uh, all right. So this one's from our intern, Cam. Shout out, Cam. Uh, when Inette Ames was in kindergarten back in 2007, she was part of a very lucky group of 97 children at Hibiscus Elementary School in Miami who were promised uh, a college scholarship of $3,000 per year for her to go to any four-year university in the great state of Florida. Pretty that, cool, right? That's mm -hmm. not bad, yeah. Yeah, her mother, that's Zendara, really yeah. she signed... What's that, Will? That's real. Uh, uh, eases the burden of college. It's great. Twelve grand. Come on. Yeah. Uh, an in-state tuition could, you know, could I be really you said helpful. Three grand. Three grand a year. Three grand a year. Oh, that's her, awesome. Yeah, her mother, Zendara, signed a contract with the I Have a Dream Foundation, uh, which indicated that as long as Annette worked hard in school, that I Have a Dream would be there to help with college. And when Annette was ready for middle school, the family moved uh, to Broward County to pursue the opportunities brought by a better school and a better neighborhood. And uh, Zendara made sure, though, to contact the I Have a Dream people and say, hey, we're moving. We're still cool. And I Have a Dream's like, yeah, no problem. So and, all you had to do was finish elementary school there? Uh, no, it was, it was <laughs> all be a good student like. through high school. But your grandfathered in if you were in that class. Yes. Well, that's what Zendara's, uh, Zendara, the mother, made sure. She okay. called. She was like, we're moving. Is that cool? They were like, yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, we got you. Uh, Pat, you might need glasses, too. I think it's Zandra. Mm-hmm. Not, yep. not Zandara. Yep, Zandara. Zandara. Yep. Yeah, he keeps saying Zandara. Did you guys watch Zandra? Who the fuck the is named Zandra right or Zandara anyway? I'm sorry. Like, Wes was talking about a prison, like a, 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 a prison in space. Now Pat's calling everybody Zandara. What do you care? Mm -hmm. Pat's, <laughs> Pat's adding a lot of vowels with his new teleprompter system. Yeah, bro. It's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> anyway, so whatever. The, fucking, the mom calls the thing. She calls yearly to make sure that the scholarship's yeah. still good. And every year they're like, yep, she's good. She's good. Uh, but you doesn't want, anyone want to guess what happens? She's, she's, she's getting not screwed over. Oh, she's not getting that scholarship. It's a yeah. total Scott's Tot situation. I don't know if you guys remember that member. That's that uh, episode Michael of the Scott. office. Yep. Yeah, he promised the kids the, the scholarships. Uh -huh. <laughs> they loved. They loved it too. I exactly. love the song they did for him. Yep. <laughs> so uh, the director of the foundation, Stephanie Trump, told Seven News in Florida that 21 kids have moved. 21 of the 97 had moved, and 20 of those 21 kids are getting the scholarship. With uh, Annette or Yvette being what? the exception, why yep. not her? Yeah. Well, they wouldn't really give a fucking reason, to be honest. Like they gave her like varying reasons. She got and... into too expensive of a school, or I... no? No, no, no. Because it's just three grand flat, no matter what school she goes to per year. No. I think they just ran out of money and are cutting Yvette. What do you guys think? Do you no, I have a Will, dream Will saying he thinks Zandara, really Zandra's family, got rich. No, 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 no. They say the right. reason they gave her for not being eligible is because she moved in 2014, which didn't make sense, really. Essentially, they're screwing her. They're screwing this kid. Well, it sounds like it. So, they are screwing her, yeah. Yeah, it's messed up. Scott's taught situation. Can't believe that uh, life is well, imitating art. Uh, I'll tell you who deserves a donation is that girl, not the family of the kid that gets written on because he doesn't have diapers, but but someone should give that kid $3,000. That's true. This this mother is the exact opposite of that mother, and they're getting fucked. And that's going to do wait, part the kid? No. Who? Fuck saying, it, guys. It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> um, the wheels are falling off. What I'm saying is the baby that didn't have the diapers, don't oh, donate him to that himself. Family. No, just the family. Don't donate to that family. Donate to the family of the girl that got screwed out of the scholarship that was actually paying attention to it. Never mind. You got to check oh, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Now I get it. 
My name's Pat. My socials are at Hard Factor Pat. That's Wes. That's Mark. That's Will at Hard Factor. Then our name. Give us a follow at, at Hard Factor News and at Barstool News Network. Uh, it's fucking Friday. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm really excited for a great weekend and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the hey, Super Bowl, hey, right? Check this out. Check yeah. this out. Yeah. I'm drinking Bud Nights. Whoa. See what is that? Oh, because it's a because it's a Golden Night Las Bud Vegas Nights. So I'm drinking that. some Bud Nights for Florida Man Friday. Friday. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 enjoy the Super Bowl. But, nice. but don't Florida be too Florida humble Florida. because you got to watch the Iowa caucus video Monday morning. Exactly. Keep a lookout for that and have a great fucking weekend. Shout out Aiden for all the stories. We didn't get to See you later. Yeah. Bring it heat. Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Jig it out. Here I am in the place where I come let go In Miami, the base and the sunset low Every day like a Mardi Gras Everybody party all day, no work, all play, okay? So we sip a little something, leave the rest to spill Me and Charlie at the bar, running up a high bill Nothing less than ill, when we dress to kill Every time the ladies pass, they be like Can y'all feel me? All ages and races, real sweet faces Every different nation, Spanish, Haitian, Indian, Jamaican Black, white, Cuban, or Asian